0: Welcome to Life Talk, a series of thought-provoking podcasts specifically developed to thoroughly enrapture, dynamically expand, and potentially enrich your life by challenging your heart. And now, here's Craig. These days, I'm often left with the frightening realization that when someone has made up their mind all of the logic and all the facts and all of the truth that we can gather up and bring to bear in some sort of meaningful dialogue becomes meaningless. I find that people aren't interested in meaningful dialogue. Rather, they're simply interested in promoting their position. It seems that people's lives have become the dogma of their agendas, and, and as these dogmas become increasingly radical, their lives are not about engaging in effective and possibly transformational dialogues, Rather, they become about forcing others into obedience to those agendas. In their mind, the rightness of their agenda demands obedience to them, whether someone is in alignment with them or not. And we end up moving from a society with space for all to a society with space for the loudest voices. And as we contemplate this unsettling and certainly destructive dynamic, We need to begin by asking if the people that we're referring to here are us. As I've said in previous podcasts, change begins with us. And so as I share these thoughts with you, I would rather have us ask, are we these people first before we think about others? Now, I think we run with the assumption of logic and fact and truth in our agendas, and running with this assumption, I I want to give you seven thoughts. Seven thoughts regarding the assumption of logic and fact and truth in our agendas. And I use the word assumption there intentionally. So first, sometimes when we have a belief or an agenda, there is this inherent assumption on our part, that logic and fact and truth were a natural part of the construction of that agenda. We have a sense that that those have been thoroughly integrated into whatever stance we happen to be taking. For We believe, really, that without logic and fact and truth, we would also be without our stance or our agenda. In other words, the existence of the stance itself assumes the existence of logic and fact and truth, for in our minds, one cannot exist without the other. So we really don't have to explore the logic of our stance, and we don't need to outline the facts nor do we need to determine if it's based on truth, because the existence of all three of them are assumed as obvious. And so maybe we should take a moment and think about that. Second, sometimes the logic and the fact and the truth is assumed by the compelling nature of the stance. We assume that something couldn't be this compelling if it didn't make sense, or if it didn't fit into whatever we're fitting it into, or be right in the greatest sense of the word. Something simply cannot feel this good and not be logical or based on fact or founded on truth. You know, we have a hard time believing that our own egos or our baser human nature could get in the way and negate logic and truth and fact. The intensity of our emotions and the compelling nature of whatever we're caught up in automatically makes it right in our mind. Therefore, It must be soundly based in logic and fact and truth. And maybe we should take a moment and think about that. Thirdly, sometimes the logic and fact and truth is not in the stance as much as what we believe the stance will ultimately create. We assume that we know where this is going, and whatever that place is, it seems logical and factual and truth-based. There's the old saying that the end justifies the means. So we might admit that what we're doing isn't all that logical and that there's no facts to base it on and that truth is achingly absent from whatever this is. But then we end up pointing to the outcome as possessing logic and facts and truth. The problem is it's very difficult to imagine something logical and facts based and embedded in truth as emerging from something that doesn't possess any of those things. Yet, we're prone to believe that that can happen. And maybe we should take a moment and think about that. Fourth, sometimes we believe that whoever developed this particular belief or agenda did all of the homework up front. Someone thought through the logic and the facts and the truth regarding whatever this stance is that we have. Somebody did the math, if you will. Somebody sat down and painstakingly worked through all of that in order to come up with an agenda or stance that would be sustainable and reasonable. And and because we believe that to be the case, we don't need to know what the logic is, and we don't need to know what the facts are, and we don't need to know what's true about the whole thing because somebody already figured that out. Our job at this point is to believe in whatever this, this is and diligently work to propagate it in whatever way we can do that. And maybe we should take a moment and think about that. Fifthly, sometimes the agenda or the stance does make logical sense and is indeed very facts-based and it does resonate with real truth. And sometimes we can articulate all of that, but often the agenda is not the agenda. The agenda is often a manifestation of a deeper agenda, whether that agenda is spoken or unspoken. And so because the obvious agenda that we can see makes logical sense and it's facts-based and it resonates with real truth, we park ourselves there because the logic and the facts and the truth of it all make sense. We find comfort in them and they validate the cause that we've taken up. But the problem is that often the cause that we've taken up is simply the the front man for an underlying cause. And there's a good chance that, that that cause needs the front man because the underlying cause is not logical nor factual nor truthful and maybe we need to take a moment and think about that sixth sometimes we see the cause or our agenda as something that is a continuation of some other cause the logical part of the facts of the truth relative to this agenda or whatever this stance is all of that was established a long time ago that works already done Yet, while that may be the case, what we create in picking up the cause is often more of a hybrid. We've modified it to our liking, or we've tweaked it out of the rationale that things are different these days and we have to update whatever this is to fit the times. Or we blend it with another cause to grant it more power or give it more potency. But in the modifying, we've assumed that the pre-existence of logic and facts and truth. And we likewise assume that any modifying is not going to change the underlying basis of this agenda or this stance. Therefore, despite our modifications, logic and facts and truth remain, or so we think. And maybe we should take a moment and think about that. Seventh and finally, sometimes the sheer popularity of the particular agenda or the stance somehow evidences that it's right or correct without the need for logic or facts or truth. The degree to which it's been embraced somehow legitimizes what we're doing. The swell of support grants it a rightness that supersedes any further analysis or contemplation or justification or any of that. We assume that the popularity renders it correct or necessary or timely or whatever we wish it to be. This massive movement is legitimate by virtue of the fact that, that it's massive. Logic and facts and truth become irrelevant in the groundswell. And maybe we should take a moment and think about that. So let me conclude this way. There are a lot of other examples we could cite. However, if we fall prey to any of the examples we've cited, we're going to fall as, as a society. If we legitimize turning a blind eye to logic and facts and truth we will live as blinded people, blindly pursuing blind agendas. And in our blindness, it's not going to take long before we fall off some cliff that we won't be able to climb back up out of. And if we let ourselves continue in this direction, and if in fact we fall off such a cliff, we'll probably be be too blind to realize that it was our choices that caused the fall. I would suggest to you that now is the time for contemplation. Now is a time to think, to be thoughtful, to bring logic and facts and truth to bear on whatever stance that we've taken. Let me close with one final thought. I want to share a closing quote with you during these difficult times. And I hope that if you take nothing away from this podcast, you take this quote with you. I want you to take a moment and think about it the quote reads it is my prayer that we would stop for a moment turn off the voices that clamor for our allegiance put aside the incessant rant of political agendas and sit with ourselves for just a moment and in the quiet of that moment listen to your heart For what you will hear is not all that far removed from the people that the voices and agendas claim to be your enemies. And maybe we should take a moment and think about that. Thank you for joining us for Life Talk. For further information or additional resources, please visit www.craiglpc.com.